I'm Junior Kiko. We have a junior. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, first, we got to start with the attitude of gratitude, okay? So we want to say mahalo to everybody. Uh, we're not going to bore you with the stats, but uh, we're averaging over 13,000 plays uh, in a 48-hour period. And um, I got to say, I have, so so my producer who's uh, 35, I think he's 36, yeah, 35-ish. Anyway, yeah, so he's in his mid-30s, right? And this is the third time we're doing this. We did this. We did this two other times. And you know, I thought. I, um, okay, I, I was gonna say I thought it was crazy when he said this, but here's what's going on, right? We have doubled our li- our listenership, uh, almost doubled. Okay, and and um, the first time we did this. Okay, the first time. Let me give you a small. Let me take you to the left, Hollings. I'm gonna take you to the left. Okay, but today we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a good podcast. I'm gonna talk to you about how I manifested my first car. Okay, but but anyway, so um, because there's a lot of people going, oh come on, unks, bro, that's coincidence. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Anyway, but let me first tell you about the first time we did the podcast. Okay, I took out a budget. I went down to this radio station that I was, um, they, they had me do the station voice, right? So they were hiring me to do the station voice. And, and I paid the program director, you know, he, uh, was nice enough to say, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, you know, I'll help you out. No worries, no worries, whatever you need. And so I was paying him, okay, to do what I thought a podcast was, okay? And in my mind, right, because I was, I was doing radio, right? I was doing radio, I was doing television, I was doing, I was doing all kinds of stuff over the years. But my idea or concept, shall we say, of podcasting was like totally different. <laughs> so what I was doing, so, so here, so, so I started out doing them, right? And so this guy that, uh, my producer that's, that's been helping me, right? He goes, he goes, bro, if you just do this, man, you just do this. In, in one year, you have more listeners than a radio station, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, bro, you can have your own radio station. That's what this is. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, to me, radio station is music, right? Talk story, jokes, commercials, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and that's what I thought a podcast was, right? <clears throat> Wrong. Okay, so, so I paid him, right? And he did the playlist, right? He did everything. He was awesome. He, he did some awesome work for me, right? And um, what we were doing was we were playing songs, right? And and I can still do that. I can still do that through Spotify. I mean, we could still do a Hawaiian music show podcast, but you, there's other guys doing that, right? So so anyway, we start out doing that, right? And here here comes my little radio show you know, from, from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, right? And that's something that, that I, I took from years and years ago. We had a sounder at a, at a radio station I worked at that said that, right? So, so that's, you know, that, that was not my original deal, okay? Uh, if they ever want to collect royalties on it, I'll be in bad shape. But anyway, but, but anyway, so, so that happened, right? And then we did that. And, and so I, I don't know how many in, interviews I did interviews. I did interviews with podcast, um, with, in, uh, Instagram influencers, right? And, and then I, I did, I don't know, about like three, four episodes down the road. And then, um, I got the tap on the shoulder, right? I call it that tap on the shoulder, you know, like, uh, unks, <laughs> um, no, not like that. You, you, you're doing. He goes. He goes. You know what you're doing. You do. You're doing something good, but 
It's not a podcast. What you're doing is you're streaming a radio show. And I go, oh, oh, okay, okay. If you guys want to really uh, listen to a good uh, Hawaiian music radio show, uh, listen to Aloha Joe. Go look for him online, Aloha Joe. Anyway, because uh, Aloha Joe was really nice to me years ago. He interviewed me, put me on his uh, show, and we, people are still telling me, you know, hey, send him your music, he'll play it. You know, I, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, but anyway, that so that happened. That was the first thing that happened. That was that that was the Junior Keiko Eva Junior Show version one. Okay, one point Okay, now two point Okay, so we had to scrap all of that. 2.0, we built, I don't know how many, oh man, I don't know how many episodes we did, right? 2.0. Then the metrics had to be adjusted, okay? Because we weren't getting to uh, certain countries. We weren't, uh, just certain things about it. was It was a technical thing. I don't need to bore you with that. It was a technical thing, okay? So we wiped out everything, right? And during uh, during the pandemic, we started all over again. Okay, isn't <laughs> that we had to rebuild everything? Okay, now we were also uh, simultaneously uh, putting things on YouTube, right? And then, and then he goes, uh, you know, I got that tap on the shoulder, unks, no, no, wrong. And so I'm like, okay, okay, what, what will we do? Okay, so <clears throat> anyway, we we had built that, right? And and that was 2.0, okay. Um, and then of uh, about. Uh, I want to say a month and a half ago, maybe, I don't know. I'm very bad with time and space with my ADHD. So um, about, yeah, about I, I think it was about a month and a half, two months ago. He goes, uh, unks, <laughs> you got to start with your story first. We have to do this right. Because because what I did was, here's what I did. I, I told my story, right? But I told my story like, I don't know, midway. And I decided to tell my story to help other people who either have ADHD or have children with ADHD so they understand uh, a little insight, you know, whatever is right. So he goes, um, Unks, no, no, no. You see, uh, people need to know you first. This is how you do it. So he explained it to me like this, right? <laughs> it was really funny. He goes, uh, it's kind of like dating. I'm like dating. So so, so he doesn't know. See, he's, he's a young boy. He, he does not know Unks, right? He doesn't know my, you know, my history. And he goes, he goes, oh, no, this is like dating. See, first, what you do is, you know, you introduce yourself. So, like, people know who you are. Like dating. You know, when you go out with a girl, you introduce yourself. And, right? and like, you know, and I thought to myself, I, I, have, I have rarely needed to introduce myself. Like, chicks knew I was, right? And then, so, so I, my life is so backwards, always, really. Sometimes, you know. So he goes, no, first you got to tell your story. Then they identify with your story. Then they're going to listen every episode and everything going up. I promise. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, and then he could, think, but I let him, I let him go. I let him, I let him talk to me about dating. He goes, he goes, you don't just, you know, you don't just like, you know, have sex on the first date. What you do is you, you introduce yourself, you, you know, go out, you take them out, you get, let them get to know you. And then maybe by the second or third date, then, you know, you start that kind of, I'm like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, you have no, you know, I'm, I'm not telling him, I'm not, I don't want to hurt his feelings, you know, and I need this guy, right? So, cause he's, he's like the new world guy, you know? And so, 
<clears throat> but in my head, how I see my head, I was going, bro. You have no idea how many chicks on the first date, okay, um, in the office, in the car, at the house, <laughs> like where, where, first date, there, you know, not even first date. There's this one girl who go, you know, I got her all this, this stuff, um, you know, from uh, this this store, this high class store, right? <clears throat> I laid them all out on a, on a table. And she's like, oh, you should have, could have got, she, she goes, you could have got me a tuna sandwich. And and when I heard that, I was like, what? I was like, all right, get in the room. You know, <laughs> so, but anyway, 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 Hawaii, this is not, this podcast is not about that. But I just thought it was funny. He was, he was trying to teach me about dating. I'm like, in my, in my head, I'm like, bro, you have no idea. I never even had to introduce myself half the time. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So anyway, I said, all right. So I'm not going to micromanage. I'm not going to be hothead. I'm not going to be, you know, do the old school and try and force the new school, the old school way. Uh, I just couldn't, you know, I just couldn't go along, you know, get along to go along. And that's what you got to do. See, I have a bad habit of going, no, this is bullshit and flipping cards. And, you know, that's been my life. But but it's worked for me. It's worked for me immensely. Always. All right. So into the podcast. But I got to th- I got to thank him very much. Uh, my, my producer, he don't he doesn't want me to mention his name or anything. But I, I just got to thank him uh, very much. We'll just, you know, can we use his initials? Um, Okay, well, one initial. Okay, I'm, I'm getting the finger one. What? No, not that finger. <laughs> okay, J. Okay, we'll just we'll just call him J. Can we? Call, okay, we yeah, we can call him J. Okay, see, he's nodding his head. All right. So anyway, but um, so so I have decided to you know just go that way. He has produced like over it's it's over thirteen thousand two hundred listens in a in a forty eight hour period uh, now. Whereas before, I think we were getting, I think we were getting about, uh, what, 16, 1600, something like that. I don't know. Uh, but it was a good number. But it was just, you know, and, and we want to thank our new countries. Uh, we're not going to go over stats or anything, but we're going to get into the law of attraction because this is the law of attraction podcast, which features stories from my life because, you know, I've, I've, uh, consciously and unconsciously manifested all kinds of stuff. And, and this time it was a conscious thing. So, so let's go back to the back. Okay. Now this is, um, my first car because somebody asked me the other day, um, they were asking me if, uh, if it's true, if, if your heart chakra, your heart vibration can, can manifest for you. And if frequency was real, if, if humans give off frequency that attracts things into their lives, and if you're on the same frequency as, you know, whatever, all that stuff. And we, we went over frequency on the podcast already, but so let me just get into the story. All right. So, um, I broke up with this girl, right? And I told parts of this, right? I broke up with this girl. She gave me the DVD. Um, and I didn't, you know, I, I was enjoying the rut I was in, the life I was living. And, um, and so I put it in my top drawer. A year later, I go, okay, let, let me watch this, this DVD, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, right? Now, my uncle had been trying to teach me all this kind of stuff when I was 13. He wanted to keep me straight and out of trouble, you know, all that stuff. And my uncle was my first mentor. And this, I'm talking about my mom's youngest brother. And uh, there's other uncles that I, that I have that are, uh, some of them are not related to us. And, and some of them I don't talk about. But, um, 
but anyway, and, and at least, at least, you know, we don't tell the stories because people are still alive. Hawaii, they're still alive. Uh, but, but anyway, so, so um, now, after watching the DVD, right? Now you have to. Here, here's the steps of the law of attraction. The first thing is visualization. You visualize. Okay, you have an idea okay, of what you want. Now you have to use your imagination. Okay, imagination plays a big role. And it was brought to my attention years and years ago that not everybody's creative. Not everybody has an imagination. And I'm like, what? Like, um, you know, well, everybody has an imagination, but not everybody is um, hmm, uh, going to use it. Put it that way. Okay, or, or wants to use it or considers it valid you know that kind of thing mm -hmm. but anyway so <clears throat> excuse me so um first thing is you visualize now as soon as i saw on the dvd about a new car right and i started thinking about it you know because my car at the time i had a i had a nissan maxima and the nissan and it was a nice maxima i mean you know and i, and I keep my stuff in good shape so it it was nice, uh, no bondo or anything, or you know, for you guys out of Hawaii, it's a you know like patchwork. <laughs> so, but um, and and so you know everything was good except for one thing, the car was beginning to rebuild itself. Okay, you know, new radiator, new water pump, new you know, and it just keeps going. A car will start to rebuild itself. Okay, and um, I mean you could keep a car forever. Okay, but the parts need to change, you know, and eventually the transmission, I mean, everything, right? Um, so you got to keep changing everything. And eventually, I mean, when you look at it, it's cheaper to buy a new car, okay? Or if you have a company, lease. Now, you know, in my case, um, that's another thing. The lease the lease was a, something I did down the road. But the first thing was the car, right? Like, okay, new car. So that sounded like a good idea. Then I had to get up the, the guts, to, you know, um, want to keep the show clean, as clean as I can, right? Uh, but I, w I had to build up the guts to drive into the new car dealership. Now, I got to tell you, you know, um, there's a whole bunch of preconceived notions about business, okay, and about cars. And, and you know, there's this stigma. Well, it's not really a stigma. I, I mean, I, I think it's the truth. But when you go into, you know, I, I drove into this... Um, I used to do these promotions, right, for a radio station. And I was contracted to the business end, right? And they would send, uh, you know, these, these radio announcers. And some of them had big names. Um, and they would, you know, go down and announce. And and my friend and I, me and, and Brother Wayne and I, we used to go down and do the music. And I used to put on a... I had this tuxedo that you could wear in the sun, because it was it was breathable it wasn't like a suit tuxedo tuxedo it was made out of nylon and it was breathable right so staying in the sun with this thing was easy i used a stretchy underneath you know so it's so a black stretchy underneath and yeah black yeah you know it was a little hot but it, it wasn't unbearable or anything like that uh i wasn't all you know sweating and whatever dripping <laughs> not like that but anyway so we used to do, you know, we used to do one hour in the parking lot of music in the hot sun at, I don't know, 12, 1 o'clock or 11 o'clock in the morning, whatever. And then they used to go inside and we used to do a program where they used to, you know, do a free car thing. Like you could win a car. And this is at, at a car dealership, right? 
But here's the funny thing, right? We I did we did tons of those, tons, of, and and the radio guy, right, would bill a hundred dollars talent fee for the thing. We billed three thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> but anyway, that's it. You know, and and this is you know, business is all about what you negotiate. Business is all about you know your value, knowing your value. Okay, business is also about doing business with a corporation now you could do business with a corporation two ways okay you can you can go the corporate way and go under their rules and regs or you could be hired as a, as a separate entity as your own business right and then they have to pay your price because if they want you because that's your business okay so so that's the difference anyway uh that this is not a business podcast <laughs> but when we drove on the lot right okay i just want to give you some background lines especially you younger guys you guys got to learn okay now, when we drove on the lot, these guys would all stand up like like sharks, okay? And I'm talking about the sales guys, the car sales guys, right? And and this has happened to me at so many places, Hawaii, I can't even tell you. As soon as you drive in the lot, these guys, you know, and they're thirsty, right? Or at least they appear to be, right? And and I'm not saying all car salesmen are car salesmen are sharks, okay? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I could get that vibe, right? Now, I'm driving on to the lot with, you know, the lots that we worked at and and the cars that I drove, like, were very different, okay? Um, but anyway, when we would do that, I would see this. So there's there's this thing, right, that people have in their heads about the the sales process involving a car. One of them, you know, that everybody always talked about, and this was way before I had a I had a new car. They would talk about, oh yeah, well you know, when you drive them off the lot, bro, the thing depreciates so much, you know, you lose money. <laughs> so so it was all you know presented to me as a loser's game, right? Oh nah, you are a loser. You buy a new car, but you nah, you gonna as soon as you you know gone already, depreciated, and so so okay, all right. So that was one thing. And this was part of the fear, okay? Now, remember, Hawaiians, only doubt and fear can come between you and what you want, okay? And I don't care if it's a girl. I don't care if it's a guy. I don't care if it's a if it's a thing, if it's a whatever it is, okay? Doubt and fear, okay? You walk into a club and you try and pick up a chick, okay? And and um, and um you know the funny thing about, about chicks? Here, here goes another left turn, okay? When I was about, I don't know, I was in my 40s, and this guy was in the gym, right? I used to work out with this guy uh, in, the, in this, not the gym that I'm at now, but it was it was an upscale gym. And um, it was mostly for business guys, attorneys, you know, that kind of thing. And I was there, and the guy was, uh, I think he was in insurance. And he used to tell me, he used to tell me, you know, once you hit 50, you know, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't work like that anymore. And he was talking about having sex with chicks, right? With women. <laughs> and, and you know, but I was in my 40s, right? And I was like, so I would, you know, put that out of my head, right? But I guess in his experience, it happened that way, right? Alliance, <laughs> I'm way older than 40 right now. And Unks is still going, okay? And I don't know about him, but, you know... <laughs> Anyway, but that was so. I flashed on that because of, because of the the gym thing, right? But anyway, um, so I, I anyway, so that guy he told me that. So so that that's a misconception, okay? That's his experience, 
Okay. Now, what about your experience, Hawaiians? Okay, that's the reason why I mentioned it. I just thought it was funny because I flashed on that. I flash on a lot of things. My brain goes all over the place. Okay, and that's that's how it is when you live with ADHD. It's just you know. But anyway, um, and this podcast is just to help you guys. Okay, so so now that happened, right? Now, if I would have believed that, like I believe, you know, my parents always telling me, "Oh, you, you buy a good used car. Look for the best." used car you can find right so you know my my used cars was like eleven thousand miles ten thousand miles <clears throat> and they were always telling me that oh yeah oh that's a good car yeah this thing in good shape <laughs> we used to go down to we used to go down to you know get these these lower end cars right mm-hmm. and oh yeah yeah no bro this one this one in good shape right there this it's only ten thousand miles <laughs> so Anyway, all right. So these are the preconceived notions, okay? These, this is hearsay. This is not your experience, okay? But you're hearing this, you know, I was, right? And I can only tell you from my experience what happens in my world, my experience, okay? In my experience, that's what I heard. In my experience, there was a there was a fear that that built up there or a preconceived notion. Now that that Oh, that hesitation, okay, or that that negativity, is all rooted in fear, and most negativity is rooted in fear, okay. Because at the bottom spectrum of vibration, you have fear. At the very top, you have love, okay. And and this is not and not the kind of mushy kind of love, kid. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about vibration, okay. You know, uh, Jesus Christ came to the planet to teach love. Krishna came to the planet to teach love. I could go on. I can go on and on with people you probably never even heard of. Okay, but but yeah, those are examples of of you know people that most people have heard of. But that's what it is. Now the only thing that can work against you is when you're working down here at the at the bottom levels, fear, guilt, shame, you know, those things. Those are the lowest vibrations, okay? And there are other low vibrations. Doubt. Doubt is a low vibration, okay? But anyway, so these are the things that I came to, you know, believe, right? And a belief is a thought you keep thinking. And if you can convince a human being to keep thinking that thought, it will become a belief in that human being's mind. Okay, now maybe some of you guys can relate. Okay, think back. Now, our parents with the best of intentions, right, wanted to save us from what? Well, in this case, depreciation. <laughs> you know, as soon as you drive money, I could I remember my dad talking to his friends about that, right? And these guys all bought secondhand trucks. I mean, they they they, they did my dad out on secondhand truck. <clears throat> and um I don't think yeah, I don't think they ever bought a secondhand a brand new truck. Never for my dad was always second hand <laughs> so anyway but it was the best second hand right you know you see what i'm saying all right so it was the best one they could find and then when they got it they go wow okay i got a good deal so the first thing i had to do always okay had, was to get the guts to drive in to the new dealership right and over the years right and i'm working in all these promotional things and seen these guys and you, you know you look at these guys in the car lot and half the guys you you, you looks like you can't trust them and and they you know and they all five of them get up when you drive on in the lot <laughs> it's like 
It's like, it's like I'll say, I'll say you're doing it all wrong, son. Sit down, take it easy. We're just here to do a job, <laughs> you know. But anyway, so so you know that kind of thing, right? And that only adds to what you've already been told, okay? So now I had all these things working against me. Well, here's what I did, right? I started because I, I watched this DVD. I don't know how many times, right? And and it's very factual with PhDs, scientists, doctors, reverends, uh, businessmen, you name it, and and they're all saying the same thing, okay? They're all contributing to, contributing to the same idea, and so. In my mind, right, because my uncle had taught me all this stuff at 13, and because I saw all this proof right in front of me on the DVD, I'm like, okay, this is a thing. This is a justified, bona fide thing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do this. Okay, now, here's what I do. I, I don't know, you know, if anybody else needs to do this. I need to do mental prep. Okay, right now I'm mental prepping for something else, right? I'm always uh, doing this in, in business. <clears throat> but, but, this was not business. This this was this was you know, like having the guts to drive in and and go cut a deal with somebody, right? And so I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. I prayed about it. I prayed about it, right? And in those days, when I first uh, watched the DVD, I did not do meditation. Okay, it would have been so much easier if I would have been meditating, right? Um, but I prayed. Okay, the difference between prayer and meditation. Okay, prayer is talking to God. Okay, you know a lot of people ask God for this, that, and whatever. Okay, or they just pray and thank God. Okay, uh, I'm not. I'm not suggesting everybody asks when they pray. Um, you know, because a lot of times when I pray, I, I, I just thank. You know, I'm not asking. Um, so, in anyway, but but meditation is listening to God. Okay, prayer is talking to God. Meditation is listening to God and you need to listen to God more or I, I want to say tune in uh, to to the voice of God, which is intuition. Then you do, um, you know, uh, then you do to sit there and rattle on about, you know, this, that and the other thing. Gratitude does not need to be in prayer. Gratitude. You look just look at things and say, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I look at my, every day I go to my car in my garage, right? I say, thank you. As the door to my garage is coming up, I'm looking at my car and I'm saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because never in my wildest dreams would I, you know, be dreaming or fantasizing that I'm driving the car I'm driving now, you know, and, and I just ordered a better one. And when that one comes, whoa, I mean, I would be grateful for that too, see? But if you can't be grateful for what you have, and here's another element to the process. If you cannot be grateful for what you have, okay, I had a $400 Toyota, and I was grateful for that way back in the day. I remember. It had Bondo on the side. We, I, I did it myself. Uh, the only Bondo job I ever did was above the back passenger door, the passenger side back door. And and it was a four hundred dollar Toyota, but you know what? It took all the points off my driving record because <laughs> I, I almost lost my license, right? <clears throat> and oh, because right before that, I had a Trans Am. I had a Trans Am, a huge, you know. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if it was a four four hundred two something like that. And and I was using it. I mean, you know, <laughs> you have a muscle car. You you don't have a muscle car to 
you know, go speed limit, right? And so anyway, and, and I worked in Waipahu at the time and my average speed to work was 85. So, I mean, you know, it was just, it was just when I got, it wasn't a question of if I was going to get caught. It was just when, right? And then, then when I got caught, you know, that, I don't know. Then that led to another getting caught and then, you know, that led to the $400 Toyota. But, but that Toyota, top speed on the freeway was, was like 50, I think. Top speed going downhill. Okay. But I was grateful for that car. I was grateful for that Toyota. Okay. Now, if you cannot be grateful for what you have and you think that, you know, you're living in lack or, you know, putting you, right? That guy. You're never going to get the next level. You're never going to get the better one. You're never going to get better. Okay. <clears throat> you're always going, you're always going to be attracting less or, or, you know, the same, that same level you're on. So you might end up with a bunch of Toyotas or whatever. Uh, and I'm not that, you know, it's not Toyotas, but you know what I mean? You might end up with a lot of $400 kind of cars, maybe $500 kind of cars. But if you really want to get above that, then, then you have to have, you know, you have to have that mental attitude. It's about, it's about mental attitude. It's about raising your vibration. Okay. So, so raising your vibration, that's not a podcast on lines, okay? But here's what I did, right? I had to get that, that, you know, I had to go through that mental process to get me the guts to drive into the dealership. And intuitive thought, um, it is said, right, by many, many, many people, just about every thought leader I've, I've ever heard, right? They say when you get intuitive thought, you have to act on it. Okay. Now, my intuitive thought came when I was driving under, uh, so, so you guys from out of Hawaii, because we have more listeners out of Hawaii than we do in Hawaii. Uh, so for you people outside of Hawaii, we have a place called the Viaduct. Okay. And it's by, it's by the airport. It's by the Honolulu Internet. Well, the Daniel K. Inoy Airport now is what it's called, but it's the Honolulu Airport in, in on Oahu. And so I was driving underneath this thing, right? And then you have, you have rows and rows. Well, in the old days, it was just lined up on, you know, especially one side with car lots, like all kinds of car lots, right? It's, it's changing now. It's, it's changing a bit, but it used to be all car lots, right? And this is in 2006. Okay. So I'm, I'm driving underneath the, this, this viaduct and all of a sudden I get this inspired thought, right? Because I, I looked over, I was approaching this infinity dealership and um my dad always told me because we knew the the guy that owned the dealership and he had nothing to do with my process we didn't pull strings or make phone calls or anything like that but but the guy you know he was a friend of the family right that owned uh all of the you know all of these car lots and he had he had quite a few well he had a few of them and and uh, so I'm driving and I see the Infinity logo, right? And and I hear my dad's voice in the back of my head because he said, you know, don't don't forget when you know when if you ever you know his words were like if you ever do you know get a car whatever go, go don't forget don't forget Charlie. So I'm like okay. So <clears throat> I hear my dad's words in the back of my head and then in that instant i ask god see because i i move with god a lot okay 
And then there's a lot of things I do that are not a, in alignment with God. Okay, <laughs> there's I gotta say I'm I'm not a church guy. I'm not one of those 501c3 Bible thumping, uh, you know, yeah, th- those guys. Uh, scripture memorizing, no, not me. I'm not that guy. Um, although I used to go to Bible study like long long time ago. Okay, but but I'm not that guy. So I'm driving it, you know, and I get it. And it's, the next thing is like. It's like Father God. Should I? I call. I call. You know, my my God, Father God, and and then, and I and I go, Father God. Should I go? And I got this this impression. You know, it's a feeling, intuition, right? And I got this intuition, like, okay, go, 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 just go. And I went, right? Now, there's been other times in my life where you know I've been. Oh, should I go? And you know, and and. Father God goes, go talk to her, go talk to her, talk to her now. Give her your card now. And you know, and I give her my card, then we end up, you know, on a nice weekend. Or is that, I don't know. So, so like, I don't know. You know, you, you can, you can, uh, take it how you want it, how I'd inside a pan or outside a pan, but it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Okay. So anyway, that, that's exactly what happened. So I went, I went in the car lot. There were no thirsty salesmen, right? I had to walk inside. <clears throat> because it's a high class place. That, that, that's the difference. When you walk into, when you walk into, you know, the, the, the lower end car places, right? Like everybody stand up, you know, like, <laughs> and, and uh, I don't know. I think, I think in reality, they take turns. I think that's what they do. They take turns, right? But, um, but the, you know, the high class places, you, you, you gotta walk in the showroom, you know? And then there's guys with ties and, you know, suits and, or whatever. And in the, you know, they'll, they'll come over and talk to you, whatever. Okay. So, so that happened, right? And, and I walked in and I got a salesperson. And the first thing, and I, he knew me from the radio. Um, and on the radio, you know, I play an idiot, right? Um, I mean, well, I, it, not really an idiot, but just a, a really off kind of, um, local type guy, okay. Uh, you people from the mainland, you, you guys don't know what I'm talking about, but yeah, I, it, I I do this character. So anyway, he he was buying into the character, so he's I I guess, and so he goes, oh, you want to take a you want to take a look at some cars? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he took me outside to the used cars, and I thought that was very unusual. <laughs> I thought that was very unusual because you know. I own two companies and the radio thing was just part time, right? Um, if I had to survive on radio money, I, I survived on radio money for years, but barely, you know? And I can remember way back when it was like five bucks an hour, okay? Um, radio people, unless you're the top radio guy, right? Or <clears throat> maybe say the top two guys, you're not making money, you know? So anyway, anyway, um, and, I guess because of the the stigma or the you know whatever, he he took me out to look at the used cars, and and I told God before I went in because God was telling me to go in. I was telling I was like, okay, then Father God, you tell me. I mean, you know, I'm going to check with you if this is what you're having me do. And you know, and this is why I got to tell you, Hawaii says sometimes you just got to go with God. You you know how like the, there's a Christian saying. They say, let go and let God. Okay, that's what I did. That's exactly what I did. And so I checked in, right? So I checked in. He took me to the used cars, you know, and I looked around because I didn't, I didn't want to be an a-hole, right? So I, I walked up and down and I you know, looked around and, and he goes, you see anything you like? And 
I, I paused, right? And I'm checking in with Father God and, and Father God said, say no. And I, and I looked at the guy and I said, no. And I was nice about it. I wasn't cocky about it because I was, you know, known or whatever, right? <clears throat> so he goes, would you like to go in and, and take a look at the new cars? And I'm like, okay. And because I got the feeling, I got that intuition, right? And I'm like, okay. He took me in, showed me this top-of-the-line sports car that they had for that year, 2006. I mean, this thing had, had, had uh, what do you call those, shifting paddles? Like, everything. It was sport packaged out, like, all the toys. You know, stuff I've never seen in cars before. Um, not me. I mean, you know, at that time, by 2006, right? And now I got I got sports uh, shifter paddles in every car. Um, but but back in the day, this was new. He goes, he goes, oh no, you can shift gears right from the steering wheel. I'm like, what? I'm like, you know, this all of this was new. And you know what, Hawaiians, you gotta you gotta approach everything like it's new. You gotta approach everything like it's a blessing. You gotta approach everything with gratitude. You got to be the, you know, if, if you approach the thing, like in Hawaii, we have an expression. It's called tantaran. <laughs> okay. And it's just all it means is if, if you approach the situation like you think you're the man. Okay. Because we, we have a lot of that. Okay. And, and, and that's going to be on our next podcast where we talk about toxic work environments. Okay. But, but yeah. But that's that's what it amounts to. When you think you're the man and you think you're all that, okay, people are gonna have a very different attitude towards you. Trust me. Okay, so so when I go into someone's place of business, right, to do business with someone, right, I'm not walking in there like the man. They're the client, right? Or they're the or, well, if they're the client, if they're if they're the client, I'm gonna be humble because I want their business. Okay, if I'm the client. I'm going to be humble because I want the best deal. Okay? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it works both ways. It works both ways like that. And you got to know your role. Okay? So so I, I knew my role. And my role was like, oh, everything is a blessing. Because, you know, I, I let him go. And I'm, I'm letting God on this one. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And the guy, you know, he told me, he goes, you want to test drive this? And we test drove it. And we went down this this long stretch of highway and... And he says, yeah, you can open it up. And when I open that car up, I'm like, whoa, like my Maxima does not do this, <laughs> right? And I had a Maxima, which was the the top of the line Nissan, right? And I go, whoa, my Maxima cannot do this. This is different, you know? And it had a sunroof. It had like, it had everything, right? Um, I don't know how many carburetors it had, but that baby was moving, right? And so I'm like, okay. So, so the he goes, and here's the thing that really made me uh, uh, like the guy, right? He goes, you know, you're good, you're really gonna like this because this is a driver's car, and that's what he said. You know, salesmen have their own, you know, thing. And he wasn't being, he wasn't trying to use a technique on me or, uh, what do you call that? Uh, Jedi mind trick? No, no, no. He was just trying to tell me, like, bro, you, you can like this. If, if you like to drive, you're going to like this car. And, but that's what clicked with me when he said, this is a driver's car. Okay. And, um, then we went back to the dealership. I sat on the couch, you know, that waiting game, right? You got to do. Now, this was in 2006. Okay. The stock market was already volatile, okay? Um, interest rates were, were falling, okay? Uh, 
it th- things were not good. Uh, inflation was was high. Okay, so all these things you would think like, okay, this is not the right time to to buy a car. Okay, so here's the thing, Hawaiians. There is never the right time. Okay, right now in in 2022. Okay, uh, my lease should be here by the end of the month. My brand new car. Okay, I'm not taking it for granted. No, I'm I'm vision boarding this thing every day. I vision board on my Facebook stories. I vision board on my Instagram stories. Uh, I vision board on my phone, right? Because it's on my phone. I just take the picture and put them up. Because I'm vision boarding. Not, I'm not just vision boarding. I'm teaching other people. You know, I'm teaching other people because they're watching, right? And when they see the real car and when they see me in the real car, they, you know, I hope they go, oh, wow. I wonder, wonder if it can work for me too. And I hope they try it. You know, and I hope they know the rest of the processes, but you know, the rest of what it entails. But yeah, can, can Hawaiians. Okay. This has nothing to do with, uh, anything other than, than your vibration and your mana and your ability. Okay. And, and your, uh, your heart's ability to attract things. Okay. Um, anyway, so I sat on the couch and they had some kind of football game on or whatever it was. And I was watching, right? And I'm not a sports guy. I'm a music guy, okay? Instead of watching sports on the weekend, you know, I, I'm practicing music or, you know, on this case now, in, in this day and age, um, you know, instead of watching sports, I'm, I'm making money. I'm teaching. So, so anyway, um, or, or life coaching, one of the two, you know, but, I, but I'm online, like all over the world. So um, anyway, so I'm sitting there on the couch, right? Now, doubt, okay? If you want to say Satan or the evil side, because you know he had devil on his shoulder, angel on that side, right? And I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm going, <clears throat> you know, wow, uh, I, you know, I, I bet, I bet, at the end of all of this, the guys go come out and he's like, oh, sorry, bro, uh, loan never go through or whatever, you know, like something gonna happen, right? And then the, you know, the other side. So I'm checking in with Father God along the way, and I'm like, Father God. Is, is this is this real you know and I'm just being told to be patient I'm just being my intuition is just telling me be patient just chill be patient just just kool-aid <laughs> back in the old days we said kool-aid yeah, just kool-aid take it easy so so I'm I'm you know cool head right I'm, I'm like okay all right you know and I'm just watching this game that I'm pretending I'm pretending I'm interested in, right? Because I don't I, I don't even know the teams or I don't even know anything about sports. So, and because it wasn't my interest, right? So I'm like, oh, okay. Now ask me some things about you know, uh, ask me some things about music or Frank Sinatra or you know whatever. And I get them anyway. So I'm sitting, you know, going through this whole thing. Now it was four hours. I sat on the couch. You know, in, in between, you're getting up, you're getting snacks. So here's the thing. Next time you guys go, go get a new car, okay? Um, I've, I've learned, right? You got to take, like, one cooler. You got to take snacks, sandwiches. Go take take on plate lunch or so because you're going to get hungry, okay? And and that's one of the tactics, too, that they do, right? Because I've seen them do it. Uh, it. And they, you know, they let you get hungry, right? And pretty soon, you just don't want to make the decision already. You know, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, just take one cooler, take one, you know, snack pack, everything, couple, two, three snack packs. I sat there for four hours. Finally, the guy comes out. In the middle of a high recession, the guy comes out, and this was right before the the stock market crash. This was right before, okay? 
And the guy comes out, right? And uh, he says, congratulations, Bank of Hawaii took your loan. Now, here's a couple of things I know about Bank of Hawaii, okay? And th this is a, uh, Hawaii's largest bank, okay? Uh, for you people outside Hawaii. Um, they do not take, like, bullcrap loans, okay? If your credit score is even questionable, they will not approve any loan for you, okay? And this loan on this car was $58,000, okay? The, the total, everything. Because I told the guy, I told the guy, I want everything, <laughs> Because that's what the law of attraction taught me, right? It said, no, you just just ask. Whatever you ask. If you don't ask if you in other words, if you're getting something subpar, it's because you're not asking enough, right? So I'm like I told the guy, I said, but I'll take everything. All the packages, you know, they always have packages they have. And, okay, this is a Simonized package for the seats and we're gonna treat them and this and I said, give, give me all the everything. I like everything. So the total came out to fifty eight thousand dollars. I still have the paperwork somewhere that I saved, right? And um and I used to show my my life coaching students. I used to show it to them. I I, I did not have fifty eight thousand dollars and I did not put down a down payment. It was on signature. I just signed the paper, okay? Now, yeah, I had a higher monthly. I think my monthly, I've always paid six to seven fifty a month for cars, always, okay? But I've always just gone in and signed. <laughs> Go in and sign, okay? Because once you build your track record, right, the, you know, the bank looks at that, they go, oh, this guy, this, this guy, ah, he's good, you know? But I didn't know I could do this. I didn't know any of this, Owens, none of this. I, I was totally ignorant, if you want to use that word. Mm -hmm. And I didn't care. Okay. But but the moral of this story, okay, is is there's a few morals to this story. Follow your intuition, okay? You know that voice inside your head that you dismiss all the time? You know the one that gives you the crazy ideas and you go, oh no man, that's just a crazy idea. Okay? That's your free will judging. That's your free will passing judgment on your crazy ideas, okay? <clears throat> if more people followed their crazy ideas, right, you would be you would be farther ahead, okay? If more people trusted their crazy ideas, they'd be way far ahead of where they are now, okay? And I can tell you, if, if I was, uh, let's say, what they call practical, okay, working for the corporation from 9 to 5 or whatever, and and you know and I and I go I don't know what is it till I'm 65 and get the gold watch and the mahalo party right that's just not me but if I'm saying if it was me and if it's you it's okay you see what I'm saying if that's your choice then that's fine but I'm telling you there are other options okay and and you don't have to live like everybody else lives but we were taught this because it was plantation mentality. It was factory mentality. We went through factory education. Okay? Education has changed. Okay? Homeschooling is a big thing. And you know what? These homeschoolers are way ahead of these public school kids. Because in the public schools, they have a, you know, the NEA sets up their their standards. And their standards keep lowering and lowering and lowering. Right? And it, I mean, it, it's terrible what they're doing to our kids. They don't want smart people. They want, they want workers. They want minions. They want laborers. They want people out there, you know, 
doing the infrastructure and, and stuff like that. I mean, you know, they're, they're not uh, they're not trying to make engineers of your public school uh, kids. They're, they're really not. They have been dumbing down education. If you really want to see a good example of education, go Google. And you, I think, I don't know if it's still online, but go Google colonial uh, colonial handbook or colonial school book uh, fourth grade colonial school book something like that and you will see the example uh, you know what the 13 colonies okay okay and yeah I can tell you why it was 13 and we could break that down but that's not a podcast always okay but but anyway but go look go look at the kind of English that they were learning in the colonies okay and then go look at a fourth grade school book now Okay, and you will see like such a tremendous difference. Everything keeps being dumbed down. Okay, my mom and I have uh, conversations like this all the time because my mom was was a okay. So my mom was a resource teacher, which which meant that she was a regular teacher at first, right? You know, teaching fifth grade. She taught half the island that she lives on <laughs> in the fifth grade. You know, from kids from half of the island, right? She taught them all in fifth grade, and and anyway. But we always discuss this because when she was a resource teacher, they started dumbing people down. Okay, they started bringing in stuff like Esperanto. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, if 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 you guys are I don't know younger than forty, you probably don't remember. But uh, but they they started with this. Okay, they they started doing you know, and then you got eubonics, all that stuff. Okay, my mom didn't do that. But my mom's responsibility was to teach the teachers or to implement the new curriculum, okay? And she noticed it. She noticed the, the difference. And, and we, we've had discussions about this, you know, every so often we talk about education. Um, because I, I ran from teaching. You know, that's another podcast. We've got to redo that one too. <laughs> We're redoing all our podcasts, okay? But this is the first car podcast, okay? And, and I can tell you Hawaiians, okay? First, you visualize, okay? Then, you take the baby steps knowing, okay? Not not thinking, knowing that, that this is going to happen. It says it in the Bible. I think it's Mark 9, 23 and Matthew 20, 21. Something, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I, I don't memorize all that stuff. But if you send me an email, I will send you the quotes. I, I have all the information uh, at my desk. I will send it to you. But you have to know. If you if you pray and then you doubt or or you know whatever right or if you go yeah okay yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and then in your mind because your mind does this to you okay your mind will go nah but you know yeah you know this not gonna work because the last time you did something like this it didn't work right then it's not gonna work I mean it's just not gonna work and if you're not on the you know if you're not on the the, the same vibration okay and which means uh, you have to start small. Okay, so start manifesting small. Now, at, at the car level, if you have a $400 car like I did, um, I didn't jump from the $400 car into the infinity. Okay, that, that, is, that is a stretch for your subconscious, okay? And these things happen through your subconscious. No, I had to go from the $400 Toyota, we went to Jeep Cherokee, we went to the, and then, then we went to Nissan, and then, then I got up to the Maxima, and it, this was a course of years, okay? I was fantasizing about the car I have now. I was. I was fast. One day I'll go get a Mercedes. One day I'll go, you know, 
this is uh, my second Mercedes. The third one is ordered already. Okay, and 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 the Mercedes um, is kind of deceptive because it's the same model, but you can get like a price range from, I don't know, from fifty some odd whatever. It goes all the way up to uh, eighty thousand. The same model, <laughs> so you can you can see one C three hundred on the road, right? And you don't know you don't know how much the guy paid for it. It, it it's kind of funny. There are some out there that are like seventy five thousand dollars C three hundreds, right? But it just says C three hundred on the thing. And there's some out there that are I don't know fifty grand, fifty five, whatever it is. But but you know what I'm telling you, right? First you visualize, then you have to write it down. Do your affirmations. I am so happy and grateful now that I have my brand new car. There you go. Okay. Now you got to believe that. In the DVD by uh, Rhonda Byrne, it says you got to visualize your hand on the steering wheel of your new car. You know, and and so I did that. And I sat there in my room. I I remember sitting down on my bed with my hands like I was the, on the on the wheel of my brand new car. Okay. No, I did not know. I did not think infinity. Nothing. It was just brand new car at that point. Okay. But when I got that intuitive thought, and an intuitive thought, you know, I got from I think Bob Proctor. I I was studying him. I was studying Mike Dooley, Doctor Joe Vitale. I was studying a lot of these guys, and they were all on the on the secret, right? So when I when I started, so I incorporated like all this other teachings into you know this into Rhonda Burns teaching, and and then. You know, finally, I'm, I'm like, okay. And what it really boils down to is a positive mindset. You do not allow doubt. You do not allow fear. Okay. And and it's not the kind of fear like, you know, you can scrap with somebody. <laughs> you know, you can fight with somebody. You know, locally here in Hawaii, we say scrap. But no, it's not that kind of fear. It's it's no, it's the fear in your head. It, it's the anxiety. It's it's that, it's that you know, um, counter manifesting thoughts that you have against the positive thoughts that you have <clears throat> excuse me that's what it is okay so so what happened well when i got intuitive thought I, I just i just took a hard right turn i went right in and i said okay let's check this out and i'm going to be open and i'm going to let go and let god and i can tell you always like like when that happened like i, I was um i i was so happy okay i was crying I was sitting down with the finance uh, director, the finance person in, in the back in the office, and tears were just running down my face as I was signing for $58,000, okay? And she said, she said, is something wrong? And I said, no. I said, this is just the first time I've done this. And and she said, do you, do you need Kleenex? I said, no, no, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. And tears kept coming, you know. And finally, she got the Kleenex. She goes, here, you need you need this. And and I and and she goes, just take a break, take a second. And and so I got, I, you know, and I, it was gratitude. It was tears of joy and gratitude. And as I was signing the contract, as I was initialing all the boxes, it as I was do completing the process in my head, I kept saying over and over and over and over. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay? And and I think in my case, I was saying thank you, Father God, too, in between. But I just remember saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I got, and I, and when, you know, when I got out from there, right? And, and they, 
they had me transfer, you know, all the junk I had in my Maxima to the new car, right? I was driving home with my hands on the steering wheel, right? Thinking about the DVD, thinking about the process. And I could not believe that this was me. I could not believe that this, bro, this is you driving this car. And I was looking, you know, for I was in disbelief for like, oh man, I want to stay for about a week. It was it was a high, yes, but it was also like, wow, I did that. I had to go in a garage a couple of times and look. I had to go in a garage, like, is this real? Go in a garage, and I put my hand on the car, and I would say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, Hawaiians, first, you you know, and, and I don't know, you know, it depends, I guess, on, on what your level of um, chansom is. <laughs> in Hawaii, we say chansom. It's like, oh, bro, you like, do that, ah, chansom, right? Even if it's something dangerous, ah, oh, bro, chansom, right? You take a chance, right? So I don't know what your situation is, okay? But, um, you know, and like I said, I did not know my credit score. I did not know anything. All I knew is I worked every damn day. That's all I knew. Work, 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 work. Just do, 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 do. You know, and the other part of my work was, you know, one part was was for me. It was the fill-in radio thing that made me happy, okay? Which is what I don't have anymore. I don't have that. I don't have playing music anymore. So that kind of happiness is not in my life anymore, um, I, I hope it comes back. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't uh, seen any opportunities or, or whatever. But I can tell you this. The other half of my work involves making people better, improving people's lives, okay? Showing people that, whoa, like <laughs> they're capable of, of doing more than they're doing, okay? Which is the life coaching and the voice school, okay? And, and that's, my, that's just my, my thing. That's what I enjoy to do. And that's what I do. And that's what I do the best, right? The other stuff is for me. You know, when people used to hear me on the radio and stuff, like that, that was for me. That, that was me being selfish. That was me going, you know, I just want to have a good time. And there's only one guy I can work with. There's only one guy. That's not a podcast. So I, I, think, I think the name of that podcast should be, there's only one guy I can work with on radio. But yeah, you know, there's only one guy. But anyway, you know, long story short, those things were for me. Those, the, the entertainment was for me. I did it for me, right? And I also did it for my music partner, you know, Brother Wayne. Because, because we, we fantasized about those things that we did. And we did everything. We did everything. The, the albums are all up. They're selling. They're streaming. They're all, all over the world. And, and you know, people, not, people don't buy my music in Hawaii. Never did. Probably never will. Uh, but in Singapore. Oh, in Singapore. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I got to go. Hawaii. But yeah, they buy my music in Singapore of all places. Hey, I want to thank Brother Randy, Sister Jerry of Island Club and Spa, our sponsors. AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Brother Darren Jiden and Voice Master Family of Entertainment Companies. So uh, get out there and manifest something, okay? It doesn't need to be a car. It could be, you can start with a sandwich, Hawaii. But start. Start so you know it's real. Yep. God is real, Hawaii. God is real. Till next time, I'm Junior Kekoe, I'm a genius in Mahalo and Aloha!